My name is Andranik Eskandarian, and you are listening to Team Melly Talk. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another edition of Team Melly Talk, your source for the latest news on Team Melly, the national team of Iran. I'm your host, Artif Takhari. Really glad that you can join us. And for today's special edition of Team Melly Talk, I am joined by Adel Askarian and Navid Karimi of TIFA, also known as the International Football Agency. Welcome to Team Melly Talk. It is really great to have you on the show. How are we doing today? Great to be here. Thanks. Yeah, same here also. Great to be here. And thank you for having us. Absolutely. Well, let's get right to it. You know, I've heard about the International Football Agency before. You know, I've done a little I've done a little bit of my research, but you know, tell our listeners about your work. I mean, what does the International Football Agency do, or, you know, maybe I want to say, what does TIFA do? Who wants to take this one? I will take this one. Uh, I think, uh, well, basically what we do is that we are a company and we're providing uh, football training, uh, basically in the Netherlands, and that's our headquarters in the Netherlands. Uh, And we arrange those trainings uh, by two means. Uh, One, we have a testing program, and after that we have a development program which basically means that we take players all over the globe to the Netherlands. And then they have, uh, we have a testing program for a week and we have a testing program for two weeks. And in that week, uh, the players get a chance to, to basically convince us that they have uh, the quality to play in Europe or some of the top leagues uh, in the world. And um, after that, we... We talk with the players. Uh, we talk with the with the trainers. Uh, we talk with the scouts, and um, we just give them a feedback about their strengths and some points that you that they have to develop over the years. Um, after that, we have two ways: one, the player is good enough to come over here and play in the European leagues. Uh, if that's not the case yet, we can give them a development program which starts from two months and up uh, in which they they come here to the Netherlands they start training uh, with the Dutch style Dutch philosophy of how they play football and like I think everybody knows it but a Dutch Dutch philosophy is among the best in the world uh, so that's basically what we do as a company and uh, right now we we are honored to to have, I think, like 60 to 70 players all over the globe from seven to eight countries. So, uh, so to, yeah, we're, we're, yeah, we're doing good. Yeah, I, I like the work you do. You mentioned testing and development. I mean, two key aspects to helping um, footballers, no matter, you know, no matter what, way, what age they are. But I, but I believe from what you said, you're specializing in, in testing and developing players at a young age. And you mentioned the Dutch philosophy of football. And can can we now um, elaborate more on the Dutch philosophy of football? I mean, what what, what can you tell me about it? What does that entail? Uh, I, I can take that one. Um, basically, the, the Dutch philosophy has uh, two key aspects, which makes our football uh, as great as it is right now. Um, one of it is uh, like the, the the soft side, which which we call the philosophy. 
uh, and second is more the hard side of it, which we call infrastructure. So basically here in Holland, we have over 3000 clubs. Um, each club has around uh, 100 or, or more members. And pretty much each club has at least five or six pitches uh, existing out of both like artificial and natural grass. So the facilities are pretty much all here to really develop players on a, on a, on a high level. Um, and I'm grasping on the, on, the, on the philosophy we have. It pretty much started in the in the 70s with um, uh, with Rinus Michels, uh, 74, 78 with Johan Cruyff, and obviously 88 uh, with with uh, the Dutch national team winning the uh, uh, Europe Cup. It's pretty much attacking uh, an attacking philosophy. Most clubs here uh, embrace the same philosophy, which is a formation of 4-3-3. Or three four three, with wingers, uh, tackling football, attractive football, uh, one to two touches, and really, uh, the, the the philosophy here is about uh, how to score a goal by including all members of the team, or at, let's say all eleven members of the team. So, if the goalkeeper has the ball, the, the game starts. Like the positioning game starts with the goalkeeper. So. The goalkeepers here in Holland, they learn to to play football uh, on the same pace as a as a field player. So from the goalkeeper, it should go to a defender, from a defender to a midfielder, from a midfielder to an attacker, um, and this 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 is pretty much the pace uh, they they want to see. Uh, a lot of movement, a lot of positional games. Um, and that, in a in a in a nutshell, is the philosophy and uh, pretty much the success we have here in Holland. Well, I really like the explanation on the Dutch philosophy of football. And you mentioned attacking football. I mean, that of course is what football fans always want to hear about. And you know, when thinking, when making, when thinking about that philosophy, you make comparisons to what we've seen from the Iranian national team in recent years. Well, clearly, when when Iran had Carlos Queiroz as his head coach, it was more of a defensive style, and obviously successful in you know getting to the World Cup two occasions in a row. But I think when you when you mentioned the Dutch philosophy of football, I mean that to me just makes me say that this is what I would like to see uh, Team Meli employing. I mean, it would be great. I mean, is it something that would happen overnight? I would say probably not. I'm sure you would all, would all agree as well. And you know when earlier when I heard when you know, when Navid mentioned how you guys have, how you guys have footballers from all from all over the globe coming to the Netherlands for testing and development with uh, the with the with the international football agency. You know now my next question is you know why is TIFA or the you know international football agency uh, so beneficial for young Iranian footballers? You know for all our listeners, I'm sure that they're waiting for this question. You know I'm pretty sure there's a good amount of Iranian footballers coming from Iran. I'm sure they're coming over to the Netherlands to be tested and developed by you guys. And you know, and how you know, and how how is Tifa so beneficial? You know, what will this do for the future of Iranian footballers? Well, I think I can take this one. 
Well, basically, what we do is you can divide it into two aspects. Uh, one aspect is something that Adele just told you about, and, and the second aspect is is the program that we that we try to deliver to the players. And the program that we try to deliver and we did deliver successfully over the years is that we bring the players over here and we start training with them. Uh, and not only training on the field, but we also do uh, field work. We also do some gym work. But we also try to to give them some training about how they should adjust their lifestyle as a professional. And that's something really important at a young age. If you learn that on a, on a young age, you can take that with you in your whole career. And so that's something that the, that our program tries to deliver to the players. And, and besides that, we also do some mental training with the, with the players that come over here. And what we see is that players all over the world, especially the players from the Middle East, uh, do need some mental training, but they also need the training to adjust their lifestyle to live as a professional. That's something that you need at a basic uh, at a basic level in order to in order to be able to to develop your skills on the on the field. Because if we don't have the right mentality, you can develop you can develop to a certain point, but you are not able to give your hundred percent. You're not able to reach your top your top level. Um, so that's something that our that our program, uh, yeah, it tries to deliver to the to the players, and I think Adele can give you some more insights about about what our what our program can, consists of uh, in terms of training and in terms of uh, of some teamwork. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, it all starts obviously with everything in 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 business. Uh, so also with football, it all starts with a certain problem uh, which which creates a demand so getting back on what i said about the philosophy we have here number one is the infrastructure and number two is is really an idea really a philosophy and pretty much both of it is lacking right now in iran starting from all the way up right with uh, if you look at the national team so we had Kirosh, who had a certain philosophy, which had all to do with with defending uh, and, and and trying to counter. And now we have a new one with with Wilmot, you know, who is a Belgian coach. Um, in my opinion, hasn't been very successful yet. Also, doesn't quite have a clear philosophy. So, what you can see that will happen is that. The same will happen to the youth of the Iranian team, right? So we have now the World Cup under 17. Iran, as a as a number one of Asia, didn't qualify. Looking at the games, you could really see like there was no structure, there was no philosophy, there was no pretty much nothing. So what what we try to do with with Tifa in in in, in terms of the technical part is really provide players with the experience of what it is to train at the highest level with with the right facilities with the right coaches with a clear philosophy behind it which all has to do with actually playing football 
we believe that if we do this at a young age, so we've we've had players and we still have players since they were 13 years old, and and one of them is coming back next year. He's turning 16. So for three years, once a year, we 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 brought over this player to test and to train. So what we hope for is uh, the moment they they turn to a legal age, which is 18 uh, due to the FIFA regulations, the boys will already have experience what it is to train at the highest level here in Europe. Uh, And once we take them on a tryout when they are 18, that's, I believe, key for the programs we, we offer is really to prepare uh, the boys from Iran and, and from other parts of the world to get ready for the level they can expect here in uh, Europe. So hopefully they can succeed more and then in return they can go back and, and increase the level we have at, uh, at our national teams. Well, I think our listeners like what they're hearing. We would like to see the future of Iranian football change and just, you know, if more of these players can get can be tested and developed in Holland by Tifa, that would be very beneficial just to, you know, like you said, bring a different bring a different philosophy, but also give them the development they need to become those profession to become better professional footballers. So now going into more detail, can let's talk a bit now about some of the young talent that is so some of the young Iranian talent that has made it that has made its way over to the Netherlands to be tested by Tifa. Um, I believe two of these players, um, one of them is Nima Haidarian, the other one is Ali Reza Rezaei. What can you guys tell me about these young, talented Iranian footballers? Yeah. So first off, to 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 start with the scope we are working with. Uh, I mean, in Iran, the, the, there are many academies, uh, a couple private and a couple owned by the state. So in, in, in Tehran, there are pretty much two pretty strong academies who pay a lot of attention to their youth, uh, which one of them is Saipa and the other one is Peikar, both in the region of Karaj. And then you have the south with Fulod Khuzestan, which has a lot of good talents and, and a real system. And then if you go towards Esfahan, you have Zobahan and uh, Sebohan. So uh, starting with Ali Reza Rezaei, this, this is also the player we mentioned. So we scouted him when he was 13 years old, uh, playing for Saipa as the, as the captain. Uh, so far, we brought him over a couple of times. Midfielder, very smart uh, he can be a very good number six uh, in pretty much all systems, 4-3-3 or 4-4-2. Growing, very much growing. Uh, he's also a member of the national team. So what we have done so far, we, we brought him over a couple of times for a couple of weeks. Last year he was here and he trained with a club. The club really liked him. Uh, so his 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 name is already out into the, into the market. So... Our job is to bring him back next year, uh, again, test him and, and see if we can increase the level in terms of uh, the training sessions and also in terms of bringing him to a even higher level 
club for 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 tryouts. So uh, I believe that Ali Zorizai is is definitely one of the most talented players we have right now in 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 Iran as as in total. Uh, so that's definitely a name to to look out for. And then uh, with with Nima Nima Heydarian, he's turning. 17, I believe, uh, this year. So, Nima was with us uh, last year, like Ali Reza, for the for the testing program in Holland. It was a two weeks testing program. Nima is from Kermanshaw, so uh, that's a small town. Uh, not a lot of football, uh, but he's they are very passionate about football. But there isn't much of a structure or infrastructure. So Nima was here for two weeks and uh, he very much liked the program and he's very ambitious to develop as a player. So we discussed with him and his parents to for him to come over again for a development program. So he was here just, just recently for a couple of months. You could really see from day one to the last day that, that he developed, uh, he managed to develop his skills. Uh, and his eagerness is just very fun to see. So basically, we are now in negotiations to see if he can come back to pretty much stay, like like for a longer period. But yeah, definitely, Ali um, Rezaoui is, is, let's say, um, in our opinion, the most talented uh, right now, uh, named to look out for. And, and Nima is one of the players who through the programs we we offer uh, is now making his way to Europe to like stay here for an indefinite time. Awesome. So like you said, Ali Reza Rezaei, I believe he's captain of the U of U17 team for Saipa FC. If I'm not mistaken, he's also been capped for Iran at the U15 level, so excellent news to hear. Now my next question, who is a star on the rise? That, that you guys can talk about. I'm pretty sure there is an attacking midfielder who can also play winger who comes from Saipa as well. And who is this player? And is this player that our listeners should be looking out for? A player, he's, he's right now, he's 17 years old. He'll, he will be turning 18 by next year. As you said, he's playing for Saipa. He's playing actually for the first team. Uh, although he doesn't get a lot of minutes, so he plays in the second team in the under-19s. But Hossein Nochotkar is, is definitely another player, again, coming from the pool of Saipa, uh, which is a player on the rise. So hopefully if, if he can keep his mentality up and, and, and make sure he has the right guidance, he might be someone we will see uh, shortly in, uh, in Europe. Okay, Hossein Nochotkar. So some more young talent for Iranian football fans to keep an eye on. I think this is always this is always really exciting news. I still remember years ago when I started to hear Sardar Azmoun's name, and you know now we've seen wh- what he's done. So, like you said, so let's keep an eye out for Hossein Nochodkar, seventeen to seventeen years old, currently playing for Saipa, and yeah, it would be great to see him do some great things for Saipa at the top level. So we'll have to wait and see how that goes. Now we are getting closer to wrapping up this edition of Team Melly Talk. I really do, really do appreciate having you guys on the show. It has been a good chat about Iranian football. But you know, now getting to a basic question. So after hearing everything that Tifa does, I mean, what is the message that is being sent to Iranian football fans? Is it basically saying that 
Iran's footballers will always be at a disadvantage if um, if their players do not get the kind of development and testing that you guys provide in the Netherlands? Well, basically, uh, we're not talking in terms of disadvantage because uh, we believe that the Iranian football players have a great mentality when they come over here. So that's something that they really have, and we're really proud that they have that mentality. If you talk in terms of in terms of training and a, a, a philosophy, which Adel can can uh, can give you some more insight about, and in terms of infrastructure, uh, yes, uh, we currently have a disadvantage uh, in Iran because we don't have the facilities that they have over here in Europe and and over here, and over there in America. Um, so that's something that's that really gives them a disadvantage in order to because they don't have the facilities to give them enough training hours. They don't have the right philosophy. Uh, every team they're changing has a different philosophy, uh, and that's something that gives them a disadvantage uh, in their career. Uh, but I think Adele can give you some more insights about about the uh, yeah, disadvantage uh, on the more technical side. Yeah, thanks, David. It's you know it's pretty much been said in the sense that, like, very easy. Like, uh, what to do if you have the ball? What to do if you don't have the ball? Positional games, um, all the things that we here in Holland excel in, and and also are embraced for uh, in the world, uh, we can teach. So obviously. Uh, you will be able to to make it to Europe without us, definitely. But what we are looking for and what we are aiming for is through the programs we have to really build the next gen generation of top football players. We are not talking about players coming over one to two years and then going back or, or playing at very low divisions. We are talking about building players. Uh, who we can say what we call play in the Super Leagues or in the top leagues here in Europe. That's pretty much what, what's, what the objective is. Um, and through philosophy we can do that, through all the uh, infrastructure we have, both of them combined prepares the player to ultimately, uh, when, when his shot arrives uh, or her shots you know uh, who knows to be there to 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 really excel and and, and perform and and uh, and keep up uh, performing uh, for the length of his career well guys I'd just like to say that I really appreciate the work you do I mean the fact that you provide this testing and development for Young footballers, you're doing a great thing. And of course, seeing as how you also specialize in bringing over young Iranian footballers to help them to become better players in the future, I'd just like to say thank you for the work you do. It was really great to have you guys on TMLE Talk. Thanks for having us. Yeah, you're the same. Thank you for having us. And it was really good to be on the podcast. Once again, my guest today from TIFA, the International Football Agency, Adel Askarian and Navid Karimi. Guys, like I said, it was great to have you on the show. For everyone who is interested in learning more about the International Football Agency, check out their website, www.tifagency.com. Those of you on Instagram, 
Here's the handle, at T-I-F-A-G-E-N-C-Y. Once again, the International Football Agency. And that's it for this edition of Tiameli Talk. Really do appreciate the support. Make sure you follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You know the handle, at Tiameli Talk. You can also go to our website, tmelitalk.com. Check out our Tumblr blog, and don't forget to check out our latest YouTube videos. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this edition of Tiameli Talk. We'll see you next time. Hey, this is Omi Nazari, and uh, you are listening to Timely Talk.